Hello, welcome to S Talk. This is season one, episode six. We are back. Well, at least Jesse's back. I'm back. Hey, Liz. What's Hello. Going on? We are um, we're back here to talk a little bit today about Budget 101. Um, good to have you back, Jesse. Thanks, man. I was uh, I was on vacation for a bit. Yeah. Went to New York. Ate a lot of pizza. Yeah, I saw a lot of those photos on Instagram. Yeah, I'm on detox right now. Oh, I know. Yeah. Checked out a Yankees game. Checked out a Yankees game. Go Jays, go. Um. Anyways, it was fun. Yeah. But uh, I'm excited to be back. And uh, like Liz said, today we are talking about wedding budget 101 and how much things actually cost for a wedding. Um, because to be quite honest, I feel like most people don't know how much weddings actually cost pretty much until they're in the thick of it. And they're like, holy cow, I have to spend this mm-hmm. much on this, this much on this. And before you know it, you're like, well, I'm probably going to have to take out a second mortgage. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about just like the breakdown of weddings and um, we're going to use Liz's wedding budget as like an example. Mm -hmm. We'll go through a little bit of a game. So like she'll quiz me on how much I think things cost. And in my naive mind, I'll probably underestimate or overestimate. Yeah. So we can talk. Actually, we have, let's re-pull the stats that um, Jesse mentioned about, I think, two podcasts ago. Yep. So this was, I think people, they, um, they surveyed a bunch of people and they asked them what they think their average wedding budget cost was and most people said about nine nine thousand dollars or so that sounds about right like i would have estimated like ten thousand mm-hmm. or so for a wedding and i mean that's like in my mind when i say that i mean like a standard nice yeah. wedding with like music and you know generally food that you can eat mm-hmm. Uh, but in reality, they actually talked to a wedding planner who you know who has a lot of insights on weddings and how much they cost, and they were like mm, more like around forty to fifty k, which I think is a is a big shocker to a lot of people, especially when they're coming in thinking about planning weddings. Um, they didn't realize you know a how many things are involved, and then b how much actually those little things add up, and they pile up and accumulate into the total cost. I'm sorry, for your, those of you who can't see me right now, I haven't blinked because <laughs> that's a little bit of sticker shock. I'm not going to lie. That's like the cost of a very nice Subaru, which Liz and her partner have. It's a down payment on a house. It's people's salary. It's people's salary for yeah. a year. Or maybe the uh, how much a person in third world Asia might actually make over the course of their lifetime. Yes. Um, so that's a little bit nuts to me. Like... And I'm pretty sure I'm not alone out there, right, guys? So let's break down that sticker, yeah. that uh, sticker shock a little bit. Because, like, as a person who's never even tried to plan a wedding, I can't possibly imagine where all that money is actually going. Like, where does it actually mm-hmm. go? Um, so, I mean, the purpose of today's podcast is, like I said, we're going to break down costs for everybody Give everybody, like the noobs out there like me, a one-on-one on Mm -hmm. how much weddings actually cost. So what Liz has in front of her, which I can't see, is a budget breakdown of her wedding, which, by the way, was lovely. Thank you. It was um, at the Sunnybrook Estates in Toronto here. Yeah. And there was how many people? Uh, I think about 120. Okay. So Sunnybrook Estates, about 120 people, lovely room. Um, We had three bridesmaids. And three groomsmen yeah. had a pretty decent food, yeah. had some music. Um, so in my mind, this is like a lovely standard wedding yeah. that most people would, you know, be totally happy to have. 
Um, okay. So we can get down to it. Oh my god, I'm like scared. So <laughs> what we can, what we're thinking of doing is taking things from like the largest cost and then whittling it down. Um, and then I can give you a general idea of how many, how much this stuff costs. This won't be the exact budget that I spent, but um, this came from I think a couple sources. I did some. Uh, checking with some wedding planners and some yep. event sources to give yep. you an average breakdown. So, you so want, I'm ready, and I'm ready gonna, because uh, I'm going to guess what the biggest cost is. Okay, Ooh. and I mean, I I would assume, considering that I know it costs generally like a hundred to hundred fifty dollars, maybe two hundred dollars a plate. Mm-hmm. I would assume that it's probably like the place where you have your wedding with the food, and the bar. Oh my god, the bar. Mm-hmm. So like, let's just say reception. Yep. I think your reception is your biggest cost. Yes. Correct? Yes. Reception is the biggest cost. So uh, I'm talking about um, food and bar package, um, things like room rentals. So don't forget that a lot of venues charge um, a rental fee for the actual venue itself. And true or false, they charge more on like weekends. Yes. Does Friday count as a weekend? Uh, no. Uh, I don't think so. Some Definitely, I think it's probably... St- slightly cheaper on the Friday than it is on a Saturday. Like Saturdays are their prime days for weddings. There's also other seasonality to it. Like winter weddings are cheaper. Fall weddings are cheaper. So for me, um, because I got married in October, mm-hmm. it, I think I got like a $3,000 discount. So basically if I want to save money, I'm going to get married in February on a Wednesday evening. Probably. Yeah. You know what? That's cool. <laughs> I'm cool. That's fine. So, okay. If I had to Take a gander mm-hmm. on how much that costs. Ooh, I'd probably guess like $15,000 for like a guest list of 120 people. So more like 23000 <laughs> Jesse hasn't moved her face after me saying that. So, but why? Okay, like, so let so keep in mind that the wedding reception, the food is going to be about forty to fifty percent of your actual budget. But it's just chicken. Yes. Well, if you it's want chicken, it's chicken. But it's the labor to make that chicken. It's the hors d'oeuvres. It's all the servers that come in. So a lot of this time, this cost has. Um, let's say it's based on estimate of, I don't know, $115 per person, plus eight, including HSD, including 18% gratuity as well. Oh, so, you have to tip them. I forget that you have to like, yes. it's the staff, right? Yes. And the labor. It is, so a vast majority of all the costs for the wedding, it's, a lot of it is labor, right? You're talking about um, all the people behind the scenes that are going to be doing a lot of the work. It's, it's labor costs, really. Okay, so I feel like the bar is yes. a big part yes. of this. And for all of those of you who have ever attended a wedding and had, had you know, a great time at the bar, mm-hmm. you should probably really thank the bride and groom then before you leave. Yeah. So there's interesting options as well. Like there's, I've been to weddings where um, it was, it's an open bar. Yeah. So I had an open bar at my wedding. Um, I know. Thank you. Um, but also the, the wine, but the wine was charged uh, by the bottle. <laughs> I so, had a lot of wine. So, which was great because a lot of... Um, some of my guests, we, yeah. a lot of like the, you know, the older guests didn't drink as much. So we actually got a refund on some of the wine. Hmm. Really? Great. Yeah. It was That's like $700 cool. back. So that was really nice. Yeah. Um, I've also been to weddings where, um, the bride and groom gave out drink tickets because they did the count and they were like, okay, it was the, they're like, 
it, you know, some people are going to drink a lot and some people are going to drink pretty much nothing. So then they can give their tickets so away So they can people? give their tickets away. So they actually did the drink ticket thing, which actually worked out um, apparently pretty well. I feel like that might work for people, if you know in general that you'll have... Everybody, some mm-hmm. will either have like one or two drinks mm-hmm. or some people will have no yes. drinks. Yeah. So, so I'm going to also invite a lot of old people. Yeah. So it depends on the guests. So, you know, they were like, okay, you know, grandma and all the kid cousins are not going to be drinking, you know, tequila shots. So, you know, we're not going to like, in theory, they're like, okay, they're not even going to be having a drink ticket at all. But, you know, they're... I don't know, their university friends may be having, like, I don't know, six drink tickets each, right? So they kind of weighs everything out. It's, you, it's knowing who your guests are. I'm imagining somebody, like, finding the roll of tickets. Yes. Like, hidden underneath a table and like, <laughs> going to town. Tickets for everybody. Tickets for everyone. So this is, you would say, probably one of the biggest parts of the reception. Yes. So by far, like, the food uh, and the bar are the the biggest parts gotcha. of the, the reception. Um and, you know, and then all the other things like the wedding cake itself is, it's not, um, it's maybe a couple hundred dollars. Although I, I'm still, the cost of a wedding cake uh, for me was shockingly high. Like, you know what? I remember seeing this on TLC. Yeah. And it's like regular cake, $200. Yeah. Wedding cake, $800. It was ridiculous. Like I'm looking at the original budget that, um you know, that my wedding planner had provided to me based on kind of average costs that she's seen from other weddings. And she budgeted $615 for the wedding cake. And I was like, what? $615 for the wedding cake? Which was... I'm going to be honest. It was ridiculous. I barely remember your wedding no, cake. No, I had cupcakes. Uh, Thank you. Were, That's probably why I didn't remember wedding did cake. did not cost $615. Um, although I went to a vendor who did wedding cakes and they gave us their cupcakes. They were charging, I think, like three or four dollars per cupcake which was like it was nuts Um, i shake my head yeah that is like come on but again for listeners keep in mind this is what like it costs it costs and and i feel like these are basics yeah food yes alcohol yeah and cake yes and i'm already out like 23 grand yeah okay all right what do you think is next so um let's talk about photographer Making the memories because, you know, you got to do it, one, you got to do it for the gram, Mm -hmm. two, everybody needs a photo book so that when they're like 80, they can remember this Mm -hmm. stuff. And, you know, you just, it's the best day of your life, right? You want to just have somebody to be able to capture and document things. That's right. So if I were, because I, from, now when we say photographer, we mean photographer and videographer. Because it kind of comes as a package? Uh, no, they come separately, but let's put them together you like I did not do a videographer because I wanted to save some money yeah um it's it's a personal preference but let's let's put let's lump it together okay I'm ready give me an idea I think it's like four thousand dollars close it's like around five fifty five hundred Jesus um I was like overestimating in my head yes thinking (laughs) I'm gonna be ahead of you this time I'm gonna overestimate um Photographers are around like three, dollars um, and then videographers were like about $2,500, but I came across videographers that were north of that. Um, I chose not to do a videographer because I, 
I personally didn't feel like I would be someone who would watch their wedding videos over and over again. I do know couples who have watched their videos a lot after, but it's not like it's not something I would do. I think the photos speak to itself. Yeah. I know, like, one of our friends had a videographer, and, like, she made, like, a wedding video. Um, It was pretty amazing. Um, Yeah, I mean, like, sometimes it's really helpful, I feel, for people who weren't able to attend the wedding, Mm -hmm. and then you can be like, hey, look at this awesome day that you missed out on, suckas, and you can just (laughs) kind of see that. I think for me, the fear is, like, I hate sometimes seeing photos of myself, of myself, and I'm like, let alone a video of myself would be kind of a nightmare. Yeah. um, So, like, paying somebody $5,500 to watch a video of myself... It's no. a little, yeah. Um, it's a little. Also, also, I have a, uh, a a stupid, silly question, and if I'm asking it, I'm also asking on behalf of our listeners. What exactly does the videographer do? Like, do they just like shoot videos of you the entire yeah, day? Yeah, like and... a good one would actually try and create an actual story, right? Uh, I see. Capture your moments. Capture kind of the. I would say the the candid camera moments where you're not, you know, actually talking to the camera or, uh, because you're going to get so many videos from family and friends of all like, you know, you at, you know, you making your vows or you cutting the cake. But I think a good videographer should be someone who actually, uh, takes snapshots, um, maybe have some conversations with the guests, like, you know, gives like little messages to the bride and groom, um, and actually create a nice story from it because otherwise, if you just have someone following you with a camera all day, it's probably um, not like not the best way to, to okay. spend your money. So I'm going to share my little hack that I would plan to have one day. Okay. So I have a friend who's really good at taking photos of people. I don't know what it is. She's just like really good at capturing angles. She uses the right like... Um, like filters uh, for all you Instagram people. She's just like really good at making people look skinny, basically. Um, like, honest to God, I, I don't know how she does it. So my hack would be, <laughs> please don't think I'm cheap, but my hack would be I buy my friend the brand new iPhone, an iPhone 11, 12, whatever comes next. I buy her the iPhone and then she takes videos and photos of me the entire day and afterwards she gets to keep the iPhone. And it's like, what? Let's just say the best iPhone, $1,200 for an iPhone. Mm-hmm. And then there we go. And she can put them on Instagram at the moment. But I, so my rationale is that I think I just don't care that much about photos. Exactly. Like, I just want to have a couple of nice shots and like basically look skinny in a couple of them. And that's what <laughs> I really want, honest to God. Like if there's even like three photos of me looking semi-skinny, I would be totally happy with that. So that's my hack and maybe I'll have started a trend by now when everyone's like, yes, everybody buy an iPhone or a Samsung Galaxy, whatever, and like give it to your friend and have them take pictures of you all day. But that friend has to be relatively good. Yes. Um, and I think like to your point, it's a personal preference, right? Yeah. If you're, um, if you're not going to be someone who cares too much about, um, you know, the perfect lighting or the perfect, I don't know, angle or, you know, like, I, clearly I'm not a professional photographer because <laughs> I, I, I have no idea what uh, what they look at. But um, if 
if you just want like a really like a few really good photos that capture the memory of yep. the day, yep. then then why not? Right? It's it's and it's like, at the end of the day, it's your money and And I feel like some people actually might just kind of commission some of their friends mm-hmm. like with like nice cameras yeah. to take a couple of photos. Like that's another like quick simple option. Um so yeah, I feel like there are definitely like for the photographer, videographer, there are definitely a couple options yeah. out there for people who if they don't want to spend like four or five thousand dollars, like it's a nice quick simple yeah. one. Okay, um, so my next guess for, ooh, hmm, okay, trying to think of your wedding, probably where you spent a lot of money, um, you had really nice decor, like, just in terms of, like, you had really beautiful flowers and stuff, so my guess would be, like, just general wedding decor, okay, correct, all right, and, oh, God, I really am probably going to be way off on this one. So we spent that much, that much. I'm going to guess like $6,000. Okay. I didn't spend that much. Oh! <laughs> uh, it was, I have more respect for you now. Yeah. So actually this number was more like an average $2,300. So this was more of an average. I actually think I managed to spend less than that. Um, our wedding planner actually found a really good... Um, flower I guess shop honestly it was a convenience store oh that does flowers as well so they were like in Scarborough and they were super um super cheap and the flowers turned out great I'm not a person I truthfully I don't you don't strike me as a fancy flower no I don't I don't you're sitting here in like plaid and like jeans I'm like I feel like flowers aren't really no they're not my jam I didn't care about them I think even when we met with the 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 lovely you know store owners um I I think it was really my my husband that was making the decisions because I was like I I don't know that's don't amazing care. so Alex actually chose the flowers yeah he his he really enjoyed actually doing uh, more so like the flower he actually wanted um, to do a lot of the the decor and centerpieces which is why I was like okay then you take care of the flowers and stuff like that I feel um, like that's actually a little unusual yeah he cared about the centerpieces a lot. Remind me again what your were your, your centerpieces were flowers. Yes. Because I remember them being very beautiful and thinking, I really want to take these home. They were. And I actually think I did. I think I did. Because I actually remember thinking, wow, this actually coincides nicely with my dad's birthday. Yes. Yeah, so, so I'll bring um, them home to celebrate my dad's birthday. Yeah. So the centerpieces actually were, they were low centerpieces. I think they were like little um flowers and then we had i think three or four candles uh around that centerpiece we stayed away from the tall centerpieces i think um our wedding planner kind of talked to us and you know tried to convince us to do the tall ones um you know my husband and i we really hated the tall centerpieces because we feel that when when you're sitting at like a round table and you're trying to talk to someone and there's a really awkward like tall thing in the way um that sometimes like a lot of times I find they look really tacky too and it's just it's just awkward right you can't see the person that's in front of you it's taking up a lot of space um I've actually seen like uh I think I've been at a table where someone knocked over one of those tall centerpieces so the flowers like came off completely the water spilled everywhere the candles that were in those tall centerpieces like it, it was just a mess so I think um like from a practical reason 
the the tall centerpieces weren't really my jam and I just like I wasn't feeling it and um neither was my husband like we were very emphatic we were like we do not want tall centerpieces I actually didn't want centerpieces in in general but uh my husband felt strongly for centerpieces so I actually wonder how much people actually like think about their centerpieces like I feel like there's probably a wide variety of people Mm -hmm. who like think it has the centerpiece has to be perfect and beautiful and other people are like, I'm going to stick some flowers in a vase. Yeah, like, I would be someone who would be like, just stick like, some flowers in a vase. I've seen one wedding where um, this person had, like, custom plexiglass cut out um, of the, to make that centerpiece in the stand. Um, I've seen, like, I've seen so many weird custom designs. A lot of venues actually as well come with um, sometimes if you're doing a banquet hall, they come with a standard centerpiece as well. So if you're someone who's not picky about uh, fake flowers or some like candles like that, something super simple, um, go for it. So um, a friend's wedding I was at, shout out to Karen and Jimmy, they had actually a really cool idea. So not only did they have like um, like a little like fake flower and a boss thing, but they actually had a cake at every table. They had like a cake stand oh. at every table, and each table had an individually decorated cake by um, the groom's um, wife. So they made like I think like fourteen different cakes, which I don't know. Like I feel like if you got somebody who's really good with decorating, that was amazing. My only thing is I wish I could have eaten the cake throughout the dinner, but you could not. I could not. Like I was actually really close to just eating the cake, thinking this is the best idea. It's food and a centerpiece. But then they were like, "You can't because we're saving this until the end." But but then I was already full, so I said, "If I ever do this, I'm every every table is going to get a cake. Probably my favorite black and white truffle cake made by um, I can't remember right now. Anyways." I'm sorry. I was just thinking about cake. So every cake is going to, every it's table is going to have a cake. Right? It's not a LaRocca cake. And then it's a dufflet. And then you could just eat it throughout the uh, dinner while you're waiting for food or if you're just like craving something sweet in between. Yeah. And you don't want to be like, yeah. Anyways. Okay. That would be nice. Why, why do you keep your guests waiting there staring at cake when it's I open? don't that's know. That's, I thought it was That mean. is inconsiderate. Right? <laughs> okay. So. Okay. Um, what do you think is next? Probably your dress. Okay. So let's think about it this way in terms of the gown, hair, and makeup, Jesus. and anything to do with the groom's attire. So You also paid for our hair and makeup. Thank you. Oh, thank, I think that's kind of standard, actually. Is it? Is it? I assumed it was. I don't know. I hear half and half. I think all the weddings I've been to, most of the, the brides had paid for um, the hair and makeup for their... Do they, like, e-transfer the bride beforehand, and then the bride gives them a lump sum? Or does everyone, like, hey, here's a 50, here's a 100, to, like, the hair and makeup person? For, like, if you're saying the bridesmaids pay for it? Yeah. Uh, that's or a- do they, like, go somewhere else and, like, commission their own hairstylist and then show up? Maybe, maybe something like that. I do know that, like, some people are, like, some people are picky about the type of makeup that they have on their face, and that's, that's understandable, so... Um, I think, yeah, it's totally understandable to have your own makeup done yourself or if you want, like, a certain way done. Yeah. Okay. Okay, what do you so think? So, hair, makeup, dress, dress grooms, what else? Grooms tuxes. $4,000. No, you know what? No, this one's around $2,700. $2, I'm overestimating everything because I don't believe anything anymore. But this is very, like, the dress varies 
like in terms of cost. Right? True. Like the average here that I put down was like let's say around two thousand dollars. So what was the budget for your dress? Uh, I think for me, oh, you had a custom made. I dress. did. So I was at like anything around three, three to thirty five hundred. Okay. Yeah, which was kind of my budget. Yeah, but mine, I don't think, but mine was very simple in a sense that I had like no lace, um, no beading. Um, none of the, like, for me, it was very, like, it was a very clean cut, and where I wanted was, um, the cost that was different was, was the cape, really. Oh, yeah, you guys, Liz had a cape. I did. She had a, I almost swore, she had a (laughs) cape for her wedding, and it was baller. I guess because also it was, like, October. Yeah. It made sense. Yeah. Um, it was super unique and super, like, elegant. It was, uh, I loved it. Um. Like, and that's the thing, if I would say that, you know, if you're, truthfully, if you're going for a custom dress, you might as well make it something different, because if you're going for, you know, another strapless ball gown, you know, sweetheart neckline, you can, truthfully, I think you can rent it. Like, you can find so many of those types of dresses at a rental store. I actually wonder how many people out there actually rent their dresses for a day. Oh, I think quite a few, like... And, like, and then the second follow-up question I have is, like, I wonder what percentage of people actually, like, buy a second-hand dress. Oh, that's a good question. Um, I mean, like, I think the the idea of rental, I think, is a good um, choice if you want to save, like, money. And then if you're, like, at the end, they honestly, the wedding dress, I'm, I'm probably not going to ever wear it again, like, right? I feel like as a bride, one of the first things you would try to budget for is like, okay, how much is my yeah. wedding dress going to cost? Like, that would probably be me. I'm planning a wedding. I need to set aside X amount of yeah. dollars for a wedding dress. And I think it's important to kind of, like, do your research mm-hmm. about, like, what's important. Do you want to rent a dress and save money? Yeah. Do you want to buy a secondhand dress? Sometimes, actually, like, on Kijiji, there are actually new dresses that people have bought. Yeah. But then whatever happens... Um, or they change their mind about it, mm-hmm. they sell it brand new with yeah. tags on Gijiji. Yeah. Or if you want to have like a brand, actually, two more options. One, you buy a brand new dress, mm-hmm. or you have a custom made dress. Yeah. And I think there's things like to consider. Like for me, um, you know, renting wasn't so much an option as there was not going to be a dress that was there, like in any of the stores that would rent a dress. And then B, I didn't want to go through the hassle of when you rent a dress, like you have to keep in mind that you need to keep it in a really pristine condition throughout the day because you've got to send it back to that um, the store that you rented it from and if you know if it's damaged or if there's something on it like or if you've puked yeah, on it yes you're go- wine spilled on it someone or if someone that like would be stepped so on. stressful right so or like you get grass stains like it's very stressful like to give you an idea that's true um, I pulled out the wedding dress uh last weekend to actually take a look at it and like the bottom like the lining was all like black and it was like torn too like if you think about it, like it goes through a lot of damage throughout the day and then if you think about having to take that back to like you know stressing about it I think I had like um like a footprint on like the bottom of like the who tree. stepped on your my, dress my, my mother-in-law oh, okay so, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> um she she likes to stand very close to people um that's so weird when people stand very close to people in general that's also the okay so listeners please please don't stand too close to the bride um when you're taking photos of them totally get you want to be close but 
don't step on their train. Also, don't grab them by the arm. It I makes feel like it this is cool. my fault that I didn't stop your mother-in-law from stepping on your dress. <laughs> like, as your maid of honor, I feel like it was my responsibility to be like, back off, Auntie Sue. <laughs> like, it's funny because like I, I think in my head, I was like, it, I, I was like, okay, if I had to do like a bedding pool, I knew my dress would be stepped on. It would definitely be my mother-in-law to be like that first person to... So basically, don't count on your dress necessarily being in pristine yeah. condition by the end of the day. Yeah. So like, just keep that in mind. Just like, keep that in mind. Um, I'm sure there's always dry cleaning options, but yes. Anyway, let's move on. Next section. Okay. What do you think? Um, we talked about reception. We talked about uh, oh music. Mm-hmm. Okay. So considering that I probably wouldn't be able to afford live music, and again, the person who's manning my lovely photographer videographer hack is probably going to be pressing my spotify playlist um <laughs> let's say about three thousand dollars yeah that's did i get it right yeah you price were, is right now yeah like right like three thousand dollars um if you consider things like sometimes there's uh audio visual uh setup so things like did you, you have audio visual? No, I did not. Well, I had a video game uh, tournament, so theoretically right. that was my audio visual, but I did not pay extra money for for like slideshows. No, and stuff. for slideshows. I gotta say, I really like the slideshow. I don't know what it is. I like like coming into one and be like, oh my god, that's what they look like when they were like two years old and they were meant for for each other. Yeah, it's like, kind of sweet. For me, I think we were just we were too lazy to do that. Mm. Um, we also, dude, I totally would have done it for you. Yeah, we also didn't want to ask people to do it also like the way we were going through the spotting was like we want to like stress-free stress-free we don't want to like we w- don't want to voluntold or voluntell anyone to do anything because um we've been on the opposite like the end of that in a sense that like it's you know like we're just like people are busy enough with their lives um, a slideshow wasn't going to make or break the wedding for me. And then as I looked into, like, the rundown, I didn't even have time for okay. for a slideshow. I did the, um, I did trivia quiz instead. That's right, yeah. which was also very fun. Yeah. Also, I know what you look like. I could just exactly. look at your Instagram. So. Exactly. Um, there's also things, keep in mind, there's things like other, there's, like, something called a, a SoCan fee that we had to pay that we didn't know. It's about $100. It's a licensing fee for music, so... That's a cash grab. That is a cash grab, yes. So if I, like, even play my own playlist? Uh, yeah, the venue will charge it. They don't have to know. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So what about, like, live music? Because I know, I feel like that's a good option for people. Yes. So, um, average cost for, let's say, a live jazz band. Mm-hmm. What is that, like $3,000? Yeah, 4500 Great. Starting. And that's just for like a jazz band. Yes. What about a high school band that's just wanting to get out there? How uh, much would that I cost? I don't know. Like $500? Hopefully. Like I would suggest even, I think some people have done that, is if you go onto like a college or university campus. Yeah into like the music building and just start posting those things where you're just like we're looking for like um a string quartet or something like that i'm sure the faculty will have some desperate students yeah wanting um wanting like just exposure yeah right. exactly put it on your cv exactly played at a wedding didn't yes. mess up much exactly so um got to be options. home by like 12 minutes That's right. <laughs> also um your dj did a really good job like i recall thank you um the 90s music was amazing and I'll never forget when I took a look at your, like, 
wedding package and like your package for the day mm-hmm. and the specific instructions guys that said to the DJ um, 90s music yes Nickelback no, no. Chris Brown no, no. Yes. I think like I took a picture of that because I was like this is probably one of the funniest best things I've ever seen in my life <laughs> yes to 90s music just say no to Chris Brown and, and Nickelback. Nickelback that's right um, okay so music we, t- we talked about yeah um, all right, I'm not sure what else there there is. So, okay, so there's other miscellaneous items. Um, let's talk about stationery. What do you so, mean stationery? Oh, like invites. Invites. Oh, my gosh. Um, you know, programs, menus, place cards, all the... Um, all the things that need to go out in posters, thank you cards that come afterwards. Everybody's getting a high five. Yeah, exactly. So that's about, you know, think about five, five, six hundred dollars for that. Um, I, you know, my husband, like we chose the cheaper route of printing our own invites, printing our own like, um, labels, menu items. It was lovely. Yeah, we went to Staples and then we went and just got everything. Like, we just printed it ourselves, printed our own little place cards. Um, Some people commission other people to do it, like, because, um, like, modern calligraphy is very in right now. I don't know if you... I have some calls to make. I have have to start to learn how to do calligraphy. Yeah, like there's there's courses that you can take. There are workshops. There are workbooks. Or YouTube videos. Yes, there's YouTube videos. There are workbooks that you can use and you can print out sheets that that do that. Um, It's very popular. I just remembered something on your place card, on our place card that was very nice, um, was that you wrote a little handwritten message to every one of your guests. I was like... So, dear, dear guest, and it was like, dear Jesse, thanks so much for that. And I was like, a really nice little touch that I still remember. And I was like, that is like so special. Yeah, we stole that idea from um, our friend Seth, his his wedding. So I thought that was like a really good idea because some people, um, very truthfully, we didn't, we weren't sure if we would get around to doing the thank you cards in time because we would be going did you do thank you cards we did do thank you cards did i get a thank you card yes you did i hand delivered to you that's correct but i can't oh with the photos yeah anyways yeah so we did uh thank you cards um some people don't do thank you cards i think they're being phased out kind of right now but some people kind of do pre thank you thank you cards right we thought the place cards pre thank you thank you yes so we thought a place that's a thing I made it a thing. <laughs> you know what? Actually, you're, you're right. Because I feel like people get so caught up after wedding. Yeah. And like they're just so done with wanting, with the money mm-hmm. and the time that they yeah. spent. It's like, That's the last thing you want to do is write more cards and mail more postage. Um, but it's funny because I, I do know one couple who didn't mail out thank you cards and their family friends asked their parents where the thank you cards were. Oh no. And I was like, oh, it's kind of bad. But... Where's my thing? So maybe you just like casually ask people at the wedding, hey, how do you feel about thank you cards? And then you make a mental note of only sending it to those people. You have a list of thank you cards. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I would, yeah. It was lovely. Thank you. Um, Okay. Transportation, another thing. We had a limo, I recall, because we stopped at Panera Bread. Yes. That was very nice. Um, So again, totally optional. Like very many, um, a lot of people now just, you know, get there on their own. The bride and the groom have they have their own cars. I'm gonna so take drive. an Uber. Yeah, exactly. People take an Uber. Uh, we, or my friend will drive me. We did the limo um, because, and I think you know, 
one of the the guests from last episodes, Victor talked about it, and I agree with him, is that we wanted that intimacy in that moment, just after you get married, and you're just with your your closest friends together in one place. Like Aww, we, like yes. yeah, like we, like it was like it's a nice moment to have, right, with just your your crew with you, and then you know you're you're like it's. The first people I want to hang out with after the ceremony d- is done is like the groomsmen and the bridesmaids, right? Like, and then you're like, and you're just in it together. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm just like, getting a little dusty in here, right? It's like getting a little dusty, guys. I'm sorry, my allergies are kicking up. <laughs> um, I think that's a really nice sentiment. I yeah. have never thought about like because that. yeah, you're just like you, and it was relaxing, right? Like, and then we got to take the photo, our photos together, and it was just nice because it was away from. Like the big crowd, right? Like of all the people that I'll do it. To, yeah, I'll buy a limo. Don't buy a limo. Oh yeah, not rent. I'll just buy a limo. Sorry, not meaning to pressure you or or say anything, but that was just the reason I I did it. Or we could just get like a really big Uber van. I recall at our friend Amanda and Melanie's wedding, they both had party buses. Yes, party buses are also a party thing. buses are also a thing. Um, and I remember on the party bus there was there was lights. I think my favorite thing about the party bus was that, like you said, it was like everyone kind of like together on a bus playing music, mm-hmm. no Nickelback, eating snacks yes. on the way to the reception. Yeah, we had snacks. Fun. You planned snacks. So I know. I was in charge of snacks that day, guys. It was a lot of sour cream and onion flavor. It was sour cream. Oh, but I also got sour cheese for Joyce. Yes, that was, that was really that All was right. nice. Um... And I think so. that's, yeah, that's kind of what we, what we have, right? Like, don't forget other things like guest favors, uh, rehearsal dinners as well. That's one. <laughs> uh, the thing we almost forgot on our budget was the wedding rings itself. So the oh wedding gosh. bands, because it's not, it's not something that you think about, right? You're thinking about, okay, decor and all that stuff. But then you're like, oh, the wedding bands, like our, our wedding planners, like, do you plan budget for that? We're like, oh shit, no. Like, we might have to. So I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I don't think I want to have an official wedding band. Okay. I think I'm just going to do one ring. Okay. Like engagement and wedding band in one. Because cool. for one, I don't like wearing a lot of things on yeah, my fingers. Yeah, I don't either. And I feel like if someone's going to spend like, I don't know, I'm just imagining like four or $5,000 on a, on a wedding ring, I better damn well that like wear that ring every single day mm-hmm. until either I lose it or... I, I don't know what the other option is. Um, but yeah, so I guess, I don't know if that's a thing, like honestly, but. It could be your thing, right? It, maybe I don't want a wedding band. Yeah. And people are like, oh, it's cheap. And I'm like, I just don't want to have like another piece of jewelry that yeah. I have to wear all the time. But personal And it's preference. true, like, like Alex lost his wedding band um, three months into Did the Did he marriage. tell you? Yeah. <laughs> three months into the marriage on like the roof of like, Square One Mall. In Damn you, Square One Mall, <laughs> Mississauga. <laughs> Give me back my marriage ring. <laughs> he took off his glove because he was working, and then, like, I guess the ring fell off, and he never noticed, but, nah, it's all good. I guess, yeah. I know people who don't wear it. Like, I, I don't wear it all the time either. Like, if I'm going to the gym or if I Are do you wearing yours today? I'm just wearing the wedding band. I don't have the engagement ring on today. So what did you do with your engagement ring? I keep it. I wear it sometimes. Do you factor the engagement ring as part of the wedding cost? Uh, no, because that came before the wedding. But it's part of it is, the wedding it's true. experience. It is true. Um, very truthfully, I did not ask, you know, my husband how much he paid for it. I didn't. It's not, <laughs> I know. Or, or maybe I tried to, he, he, I don't think it's something he would personally disclose to me. 
So I mean, it's I, basically, it's not part of the wedding. Yeah, it should be. I mean, it is part of the overall cost. Like, add another few grand on top of the 50 grand, right? It's part of the wedding planning process. Like, we, like I talked about this, I think, um, in the last episode, that the wedding planning process doesn't start at just the, the moment that, you know, the person said yes to getting married. Right. It's, it's the time leading up to proposing getting the ring. So it's, yeah, um, by all means, definitely include in the cost. Okay, so I think our take-home message today is, like, first of all, I feel like most people, or maybe it's just me, don't exactly know how much things actually cost at weddings until they actually Mm -hmm. have to start pricing things out for themselves. Um, But really, guys, like, and here it is. Here's uh, your Jay Wong uh, message for the day, which is, don't break the bank if it's going to break your marriage. That's right. I thought of that. But, I mean, it's true. Like, you got to be careful in terms of being able to set priorities, not just for like a wedding, but for your entire marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure that like you're, you're saying, I'm, I'm spending this money. It's, it's worth it for me. Um, and I still have enough money to be able to not be stressed about paying yeah. my mortgage or paying my utility bill. Like I think one of the worst things that people could do is, um, you know, spend let's say fifty thousand dollars average cost for a mm-hmm. wedding and then they are fighting all the time about financial costs yeah. afterwards like granted you do recoup a lot of the money like from gifts etc like yeah from like cash gifts i mean like you probably recoup some yeah some but but not like no, all of it no not not even close like right um i'm sure there are people that were probably savvy enough to to come close or break even but no for me it's not even close which Again, do not plan a wedding thinking that you're going to get the money back in gifts. Because <laughs> don't, don't do that. <laughs> and, I mean, all this kind of reminds me of one of my favorite clips from Friends, which is, like, when Chandler and Monica decide that they want to get married, and Monica has this, like, dream wedding in her mind, and um, all she wants to do is be able to have this lavish wedding, but unfortunately her parents spent the money on a beach house. No, sorry, or renovating the bathroom. I can't remember. Uh, it was the beach house. The beach house. It was the beach house. And um, it turns out Chandler actually was hiding some money, and um, Monica would like Chandler to spend all that money. Um, so we have a little bit of a clip. Why don't you just pay for it yourself? How? I don't have any money. Well, I have some. How much? Well, close to... <laughs> suggesting that we spend all of the money on the wedding. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that was my first exposure to, like, understanding that some people really kind of want to spend all their money on their wedding. I Did that ever cross your mind? Yeah, like, we... Because really, when, when we were planning the wedding, we had... Um, just moved into a new place. So we were like literally, like we were bleeding money out the door as planning. Oh, and keep in mind when you're planning the wedding, like 80% of the costs of the budget is being paid up front before 
the day of the wedding. Oh, my God. So, like, we, by the time we, um, we reached the wedding day, we pretty much paid, like, 90% of our wedding costs already. And the rest was just, like, um, the, the bill for, like, the rest if we went over or under our food or drink budget or, like, the, the remaining cost for, like, the limo. But everything was paid for. Like, the dress you pay in the full amount, you prepay for all the food and everything, and the venues are all booked and everything. So, hypothetically, my yeah. February Wednesday wedding. Yeah. Weekday wedding. Yeah. It's a snowstorm. Oh, my God. Everybody can't make it. It's you, snowed in. Yeah. I'm screwed. Yeah, I mean... Yes. It's okay. It's you can okay. say yes. I think... Yeah, I, I don't think there... Um, there's insurance for that type of thing i would like wedding um, insurance please. Yeah. i don't think there's insurance <laughs> but for there them. should be maybe here's the thing i know a couple who who got married remember that ice storm that happened earlier yeah. they got married on that day everyone turned out it turned out to be fine so maybe like you'll have really dedicated guests who, who love you i will be there on a wednesday evening on a wednesday evening sure. you're the best yeah so okay that's great so don't break the bank if it's going to break your marriage. Yeah. Regardless, you'll still have friends that show up on a Wednesday night in a nice storm for you. I think Holler. so. Holler. Woo. All right. Well, I think that's the I end of our episode. I think that wraps it up. Yeah. That wraps it up. Yeah. Um, I think for now, we'll talk about uh, like a little bit of other things. Think, thinking when we're talking about new next episodes. Because um, we talked a lot about our, the wedding planning process already. Yeah. I think what we want to talk about, and I've always uh, thought about this, is things like... Like, do's and don'ts, really. Mm. So we can give you, like, you know, do's and don'ts from different perspectives. Like, if you are the bride or if you are the groom or if you're a bridesmaid's groomsman, if you are a guest, like, how do, you know, how to conduct yourself. You know, we talked about don't step on, on the, the bride's, bride's dress. Don't step on the damn bride's dress. Yeah. So just, anyways, that's great. <laughs> so wedding do's and don'ts is yeah. our next episode, episode seven. Um, anyways, peace out. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later. Bye.